How's everybody doing? Welcome back to another week of the Talk Too Much podcast. And this week I'm previewing one of the biggest projects that's about to come out. It's called Weather Report. It was created by Toby Lasso, Will Nichols, and ZachGoesHard.E. Toby Lasso is actually, they all actually came from the Cool Cats community. But Toby Lasso is also Vinny Hager's manager. As many of you may know, I interviewed Vinny Hager on my show last week. Vinny Hager is one of the most renowned artists in the NFT space. Uh, Mr. Vinny and Toby uh, founded the collection uh, Letters, and now Toby is on to Weather Report, which he hopes will be an international brand over the next 5-10 years. He wants to build this out to be everywhere in the world. Um, this episode actually opened up a lot of new doors for me, I guess you should say, because I got a different perspective on what the NFT space can bring um, to us people, to us token holders. Imagine... I mean, there's just so many different utilities that can come out of different niches that we haven't even explored yet. And Weather Report um, is an epitome of that. I really think this is one of the NFT projects we all need to be paying attention to this year when it comes out. I really think that the utilities involved with it, the art, the brand, uh, it's going to capture culture. All right. That is the key. I really believe in that. And I really believe in Toby. I really believe in Vinny. I really believe in Toby's entire team and everybody behind this because... You know, you don't just earn the support of the Cool Cats, the Doodles, um, or any other big projects that easily. You have to be a true operator. You have to be a genuine person with genuine motives. And you hear Toby say this on, on the show. This is blockchain. You can't fake anything. Like, what if you fake something and you get exposed later and your career's ruined? So, to me, this is the type of people, the type of founders you bet on, the type of project you bet on. And without further ado, let's get into it. Let's teach you guys about Weather Report and what this NFT project will bring to you guys. The Graph is an indexing protocol used to query data from blockchains, player-to-player -player networks, or just storage networks like IPFS. Why is the Graph so important? No application can be built upon these networks without the Graph. Think about how long it would take to find one piece of data without the Graph. The Graph lets you index any blockchain, any storage network, any player-to-player -player network, and grab whatever piece of data you need to build the application you're building. The graph also makes data an open market. You can signal your favorite subgraphs on the graph's decentralized network to earn more GRT. That's right, data is an open market. You can earn more GRT by picking the right subgraphs. The graph also has the subgraph studio, where you can actually create your own subgraph and publish it on the graph's decentralized network. This means other indexers can come in and signal on your subgraph. Connect your wallet to the graph's website and start signaling other subgraphs or publish your own subgraph today to earn more GRT. Developers, crypto investors, NFT collectors. Wherever you find yourself on the Web3 spectrum, the graph is without a doubt one of the most vital protocols to your niche's success. Web3 marks the ushering in of a new technological era. What this means is that all data is stored and processed on open networks with verifiable integrity. And the graph makes all this data accessible to you in a fast, easy, and secure manner. Visit thegraph.com or check out any of their social media pages to find out how you can play a role in their ecosystem. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you. Of course, mate. Of course. Anything for fellow cat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually going to be a big part of this convo. I see you're rocking the, the weather report, uh, the hat already. Um, so before we even get to weather report, because this is I just made a video on this this morning. I'm very excited for this project. I want to kind of to open this up. I want to talk about how we kind of all originated from the cats community and, and how you got your start in the NFT space. 
So for everybody that doesn't know, this is Mr. Toby Lasso. Mr. Toby, if you want to kick this off, how did you kind of get started with the NFT space? Was there a specific community that, you know, you vibed with and uh, got you to get off to a good start? Yeah, I started getting into cryptocurrency in 2017. Um, and I didn't really get into NFTs until sort of late 2020. And <clears throat> sort of through crypto Twitter fell down the NFT rabbit hole pretty quickly when it started getting a bit more popular. Um, and yeah, sort of was very quiet, didn't like have an official Twitter or anything. was just sort of doing things sort of like in the shadows and just like seeing what was going on. Um, and yeah, I, I've like, I've told this to a bunch of different people, but I famously like minted five board apes and sold them all for 0.2 and like made some, ma made some mistakes and things at the beginning, but it, it, it definitely helped me, um, helped me find the community that I vibed most or best with, which was the cool cats, you know, um, in July, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't I unfortunately mint Cool Cats, but I got in about a few weeks after after the mint, and yeah, pretty much my entire friendship base and um, where I've gone in 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 space and, and actual real in life in real life friends have come from the Cool Cats, including my relationship with Vinny and friendship with Klon and and all these other people. You know, it's it's been a it's been a really amazing springboard into the rest of the NFT space, into looking into growing our own projects, looking into uh yeah just building in general it's been a, it's been a really good sort of framework to build everything off of so it's yeah mr vinny said this exact same thing last week i was going to ask you though what about the cool cats community made you be like all right this is my community yeah it's a really good question i should never been asked that um i think that it's probably just like the the people in there you know like i think it's it's kind of hard to describe now because discords in 2022 are a whole different you know ball game you know it's all about it's more uh, saturated numbers and it's way more saturated and people grinding for whitelist even though when we say there is no grind for whitelist and it's just a it, there's a bizarre amount of volume at the moment but back in you know july last year it was very much just a, a slow moving opportunity to move to, to, to meet anyone and everyone who is interested in this artwork and i think that really what what it was with the cool cats was it was clon's artwork you know this very very appealing very cute looking blue cat you know my family's had cats growing up there our whole lives and i just you know it's one of my favorite animals and, and it's just it's just a it's, it was the artwork that hit it for me and then and then when you get in there and everyone's being nice and lovely and, and just just trying to learn you know it was it was just too easy to to to, to, to fall down the the, and I uh, also, the cool cats rabbit hole if you actually remember when the cool cats minted the apes that came out then the gutter cats came out there was like a specific art style people were using and Klon comes out with this blue cat that just has uh, like a weird like not weird but like a rugged like ink design like it was much different it looked like much more organic and when i saw that i instantly thought to myself like i instantly knew i was like dude that might be like the next like mickey mouse or something like hello kitty or something like that is that mm -hmm. that's what i saw in just the art when i looked my, my eyes saw the art itself um so i guess i want to kind of ask you about that as you know weather reports coming out soon did you find inspiration from the art from weather report did you take anything from cool cats or any previous projects um, is that Vinny in the back? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's almost hi. <laughs> What's good, Vinny? <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we, we take we take inspiration from from everything that we've seen in the last year. I think that the reason why Weather Report is a, a pre-mint success at the moment is because we have uh, sort of studied and waited uh, in, in the space for a while. We've all, the three of us who founded it, have all been in the, the NFT space for well over a year and, and were collectors before we were builders um and yeah that, that like what you're talking about with clon's line work you know he draws originally in pencil with his left hand and it, and it creates a very unique kind of style 
um, and whether that's like their thin line style or whatever, or the line weight they choose for the traits and and and, and the body and stuff like that. It's all it's all to be considered. And I really I just take my hat off to our creative director Zach uh, Zach Grossard Dotty who is the person who stands over our artist's shoulders in the office and says, this needs to be a tiny bit thicker or I want more shading here. And, you know, he has this vision inside his head about how he wants the entire collection to look and, and in in relation to sort of 90s and early 2000s street culture. And he's constantly there, like manicuring the tiniest little bits because it, it, if you're going to release a collection of 10,000 anything, uh, we don't want, we want to make sure that we're avoiding those like hate issues where like just as an ear, coming out of the hat or whatever you know it, it is it is so so insanely manicured to make sure that every single version or possibility that can be shot out of the generator is something that hits correctly is you know sized correctly and, and, and it's just it's just a product of quality rather than rather than anything else and you said something interesting you said that you guys stayed and waited and you were just observing and i wanted to ask you what do you feel like the advantages were of waiting for this time and why do you feel like this time right now is the perfect time for you to launch yeah i think it, it, it's it's obvious to anyone who's been in the markets for 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 it, it, let's say just in 2021 that 2022 is a different behemoth. You know there are there are far more people here um, now, and it and it increases every single day. I think that things like um, Azuki and Clonex and and you know even some of like the the, the newer but lower um, lower floor projects like Coolmans and Alien Friends, these yeah. other ones. We, what the difference we've seen is a mass amount of volume. Right. You look at the Cool Cats overall volume and it's something like 80,000, whereas Zuki in three weeks did 110,000 in volume. And that's a huge difference. Cool Cats have taken, you know, almost a year to get to that point. Um, but that was part and parcel to the time that they released it in. Um, and now you release a project and, and the volume goes crazy because people want to flip. They want to trade. They want to try and make money. And, and it's becoming more of a, a cohesive market like you would include the stock market in um, where the buyers and sellers are, are more numerous and therefore the volume is more numerous. And so I think positioning at this point, the beginning of 2022, you know, we had this, this idea has been cooking in Zach's mind since, uh, you know, well, since before Cool Cats as a hat brand initially. And then he sort of put it on ice and decided to wait for the right time to release it. And so we could get all of our ducks in a row. And, and so that we were more confident, you know, we I released Vinny's project or a released project with Vinny, um, uh, Vinny's project's letters um, in October. And that was a, that was, that was a, a really interesting point in time in my life and to understand you know how to release a smaller project on a smaller scale and 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 now it's 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 doing extremely well and that's fantastic uh, but releasing a, a 10,000 project is is a, is a lot more intense and especially at this point in time there's like I was saying whiteness grinders and, and an intense amount of people in discords and trying to figure out whether um, you know numbers are bots or pumps or whatever it's, it's it's a bit more of a minefield but at the moment it's definitely better it's, it's the right time to release an nft project if you can do it the correct way because the volume is there and and the i think that you know now people who joined in 2022 and don't have the money to buy a cool cat don't have the money to buy a board eight don't have you know like like normal people with regular jobs want something that you know has a has a soft entry or an initial soft entry that they can be a part of and even if you don't get on the whitelist they'll come and buy one off the floor hopefully so yeah i think that we're positioned in, in, in a good way and, and i just want to make sure that um yeah we do right by the community and and, and release it in the correct correct manner you said something very right, smart because like i even the feel of the market like 2022 definitely like feels different than 2021 i feel like 2021 we were the only sector of the nft space now you look at all these blockchains doing commercial nft projects like uh the sports teams are getting into it like there's multiple nft sectors popping up underneath our primary one i feel like we're very web3 native and i feel like this is always going to be the central hub of the nft space but i'm starting to see like leaks like 
uh, poker brands, strip clubs, hotels, restaurants, everybody's trying to launch NFTs. So I definitely feel you. Now, would you say this just because collections in 2022, there's more buyers? Do you think that um, these collections, since they have surpassed 2021 collections in volume traded, do you think that means they're better? And do you think that means that when you look at a five-year scale, do you see 2021 and 2022 projects? How do you see those two uh, years, the projects competing, I guess I should say? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say that they're better. I just think that they're more positioned to potentially do more because, you know, the increase in volume means an increase in a treasury, which means that an increase of money to be able to spend in in, in investing in, in, in the project, whether that's in real life events or that's, um, you know, rewarding your holders with airdrops or whatever, whatever costs money to be able to do, you know, you can do more because the volume was there and then the royalties are more into the, into the treasury. It doesn't make the projects better because the projects that are great will always succeed and always win out things like cool cats and, and uh, the stuff we saw from, from, from 2021 and moving into 2022 in a very bold way. Um, those things will, will always be successful, but I just think that at the moment there's a better launch pad to, to create something big and, 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 um, you know, something that could potentially stand the test of time. It, it is also harder because I feel like people's um, somehow I feel like people's attention span is even smaller now. You know, they're like, OK, I, holding something for a week for some people is considered a long hold. Um, and that's something that, you know, is, 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 is even more tricky to navigate. So there's pros and cons to launching one in 2021 and 2022. But at the end of the day, as long as you have... Um, as long as you have, you know, a, a good team behind you and a strong community and you're transparent with everyone and, and you know, you have some goals that you want to be hitting and you're open with your community, then I don't see why you can't be successful in an FT project. You know, you're as, uh, we're all as, um, as powerless as, as the people who invest in our projects, you know, in our communities. And we see, we see different things happening at different times, communities weaponizing against their own projects, depending on, on different revelations in, you know, people who may have rugged projects beforehand, you know, reading some news this morning. Um, it's a it, it's an interesting uh, world, and I think that a lot of people can feel like they're potentially on top of the world, and that they're too big to fail, and, and that is just incorrect. You know, everyone has to stay humble at any single point, and understand that every single person who's buying your NFT is not just an owner, but an investor and a collector and a shareholder, um, and that's something that just cannot be understated. It's a super important uh, facet of just that respect two way street between collector and um, and uh, an owner. I love what you said there that like anybody can feel on top of the world and you need to be humble because you see in the space, like some of the biggest figures not to be named like that have like been known in the space for a while. And the next day something comes out and boom, they're, they're gone. So anything can happen at any time. And I feel like that's why it's important to stay solid. Also, I do feel like this space, like if you're not a solid person, like it will, it will find a way it, your truth will be exposed at some point. Like, I think that's just the way that the space is, is starting to pan out. So I was going to ask you now, moving on to Weather Report, when did you guys start? You said you guys started very early, the ideas behind Weather Report. So when did you really, in your head, you were like, okay, it's time. We're ready to go. Yeah, well, um, so Zach, Zach, Zach came up with a brand idea probably about like eight, nine months ago now. It's probably even more than that because I've been saying eight, nine months for a few, for a few months now. Um, but uh, yeah, we, 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 and then he sort of like left it. Um, he has a 10 year, uh, him, him, Zach and Will both have over 10 years experience in sort of uh, streetwear brands and, and designing and are both extremely talented artists in their own right. Um, and they, they were together. We, we met each other through the Cool Cats and through the CCLA event. And um, yeah, they asked me to come on, um, come on the team sort of in early December time. And after knowing them for a little bit, it was uh, it was an obvious fit and it was nice to sort of round it out, rounded out the rest of the team. And we decided to uh, pull out a launch plan and, and, and 
sort of just 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 take our time you know we it, it took it, taking your time in the nft space only accounts like two or three months i know but um it was th- th- they're important important things to, to to lay out you know it's a it's a really it's a, not necessarily a tricky space but you need to make sure that everything you're doing optically wise is 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 manicured in the right way and and, and you're connecting with the right people and and like what we we're alluding to before you know you know you need to be 100 percent sure that the people you're connecting with the communities you're connecting with aren't rug communities and they're people who have the same values as you do and as this whole space gets a little bit wider we want to make sure that we use our network in the correct way and, and not in the wrong way and yeah, we're trying to de- definitely trying to do that with Weather Report, I suppose. It's a long-winded so, answer. So let's talk about the art because I, I do believe, you know, uh, now in 2022, I always use this term catching culture. Like that's how I describe Weather Report, the Wonder Pals, mm-hmm. Serial Club, even like these, the Cool Cats. These are projects that have caught the community's attention. So what have, what made you guys, let's start with the art. Where's the inspiration for the art? Where does that come from? Yeah, the inspiration for the art is, um, is, is Zach's inspiration, which is early um 2000s and late 90s skate culture we're talking about um you know like world industries characters like wet william flame boy and 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 flip decks and you know that 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 like caked in nostalgia for anyone in in, who were in our 20s or or early 30s 20s or 30s i apologize at the moment now you know we lived through those those time periods tony hawk's pro skater and and all that other stuff you know that 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 intrinsically links to streetwear in, in a ton of different ways and i feel like you know Everyone says history repeats itself, but I feel like nostalgia repeats itself. You know, we yeah. we're we're, yeah. we're massively nostalgic for, for 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 our youths, and our youths to me especially is skateboarding and and that sort of that sort of cultural aspect. We we have a bunch of different um, uh, like international channels in our in, in in our in our Discord, and I was in the Korean channel, and and someone said this is the biggest project in Korea right now, and someone in the Japanese channel was like this is also the biggest project in Japan right now. We see it everywhere, and this is really good, and it it, it threw me down a you know a, a discovery uh, Google for about two or three hours, and it it just makes sense to me, you know, um, Japanese culture has not necessarily revered, but loved, um, you know, American nostalgic culture all the way since the 70s, since Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, you know, went over and gave country music to Japan, you know, and they went over five times a year because they just loved it. Um, And it's continued on through the 90s, you know, Oasis going over to Japan and being massive in Japan as an English rock band. Um, So that I kind of like the idea of tying in sort of like that American nostalgia that seems to be international as well, because people our age or people between you know 20 and 40 sort of really understand that you know like yeah that that skate culture we've all been in skate shops and seen a crazy like grainy tv with loads of different skate footage and yeah it just feels like it's sort of tied together with weather it it it's it, it, something that we all experience you know emotionally and physically any sentient being on 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 earth has to deal with the weather um i think it's a good way to sort of interact nostalgia with the emotional component of you know how how people feel people feel uniquely different you know whether that's crying on the inside and happy on the outside we want to be able to develop traits that sort of a little bit more than just a a mouth and and eyes how do you think that's interesting how do you think your project's reach got all the way out to japan and korea you know, I'm, I'm unsure. I think it's just genuinely Twitter. And I think that it's because NFT Twitter is, is extremely international. And, you know, we we created a teaser grid um, of initial images. Uh, Zach had already had the, the Twitter for since, since he'd incepted the name. And we put our names on it, retweeted it all from all of our accounts, you know, because we, we haven't paid a single marketing dollar. It's all done through the three of us. Um, we retweeted it, we made a GIF, retweeted it, and then it's become what it has become. You know, that was the initial concept and start of it. And, and it's spread through our collective networks, NFT networks, and, and been built into what we what we see now. Um, 
And yeah, I think, I think it's just, it's just, just maybe what it is. I think it's probably just the linking, you know, it's, it's the art linkage is why it's big in the, in those places because that's stuff that they like. I also give credit to you guys as the founders, you guys have put in work since the cool cats launch, since you guys got in this space to kind of establish that reputation. But to me, that's something to stand on. That's something to be proud of kind of to have reached this massive of a project with no marketing dollars. So I guess for any upcoming project managers, managers, NFT founders, how would you, what advice would you give them to try and follow the same route? Because for me personally, here's my thoughts on this is when you see a project that's able to reach that level of brand relevance organically, that's clearly says long-term, long-term sustainability. So what, what advice would you give to upcoming NFT founders as to how to kind of mimic what you guys did? Yeah, I would say, you know, you mimic what myself, Will and Zach have done, which is be a collector first. Uh, I then built letters on a smaller scale, a project on a smaller scale. Will was a photographer in his own right and, uh, you know, is a very successful, one of the first NFT photographers. Um, and Zach has an extremely uh, fluid background and, and storied background in, in, in streetwear going back 10 years. You combine the combination of those three things and our collective reputations in the NFT space. You know, we, we have sat and waited and collected and gone out to NFT NYC and Art Basel and made friends and expanded our network and not just created a Twitter and been like, I'm making this project. You don't know anything about me. Yeah, here's a picture of my face. You know, we, we, we spent a lot of time developing the connections we have in the NFT space, you know, all, like across the board um, through all these different, you know, in real life events and collecting through different projects and just being part of Discord communities and then deciding to release a project because, you know, the reason why we have the reputation we do in our space is because, you know, we've led with transparency and, and honesty and, and, and all those things for, for X amount of time. And then the people who have seen all those things individually with the three of us, then see our three names on a header and see art that they really enjoy. It's a, it's a slam dunk. You know, it makes sense to everyone. They're like, yeah, that makes sense. I trust all three of those people. And I've either met them in real life or own a letter or own a 100 palms or have met Zach or, you know, know him through streetwear. Those things will tie together. You have to think of it psychologically um, because this is how this is how the space works. People are looking to trust and they're looking to for, for, for a solid place to put their money that will hopefully go up. And if they can confirm that with all of the founders, then that's a positive thing. People who come into this space and rush things too quickly and they don't want to earn the respect of their peers before they release something aren't going to have the same success um, or it will be an inflated success through bots and, and and through marketing and stuff like that. So, I mean, there is no clear cut way to do it, but that's the way that I would say I would recommend. Well, I think you hit it uh, right on the nose. I think you have to earn the respect of your peers really quickly. How would you say one does that in this space as a collector? Is it about money or is it about showing up and interacting like you guys did? Yeah, I can only speak for myself, really, um, with the way that, that I've managed to hopefully and the respect of my peers, um, which is, yeah, just being transparent and honest. And, you know, I, I say it all the time and, and talking with the MRT drama this morning, you know, you can be docs, that's great, um, but you need to lead with kindness and, you know, at least transparency with everything, even if you aren't just a naturally kind person, it's not, it's not going to go against you. Um, but the blockchain is, is immutable and it's transparent and we can see pretty much everything that happens across the board. So why would you try and be nefarious? Why would you try and lie? Because at any point, one of those things could come out and it could sink your entire career. So I don't have, I have no qualms about, I understand that people want to be anonymous and that's totally fine and that's up to you. But if you want to have the level of interest and success, you need to be able to 
sell yourself as the person you are. You need to be authentically yourself in a way that people can see in the way that the blockchain is mutable and transparent. You need to be the exact same way and carry your same, the, 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 the same standard as, as what the blockchain um, uh, you know, requires. You know, Nate Chastain was an extremely lovely, nice human being um, who helped out a ton of people with OpenSea inquiries, um, but he made a mistake and it was caught on the blockchain. And, you know, he now longer is, is, is not, it doesn't have an active Twitter, you know, and we're actually worse off for not having Nate Chastain around because he was an extreme help. I remember, um, you know, back in the start, like helping people, you know, with hacks and MetaMask stuff. And it just goes to show that, you know, if you don't lead in the you know, lead with kindness and honesty and transparency, then it will just catch up to you. And I don't, I don't want to have to go to sleep at night worrying about people yeah. coming through my blockchain history. You know, <laughs> um, you know, you can go and see my wallet. You can see all the L's I've taken. I'm not too worried about it. You know, but that's part of that's part of the the secret sources to understanding. Um, you know, just 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 being an authentically transparent human being. I, I don't. I agree. Yeah. Just because the it's funny too, because there's a lot of people in blockchain. There's groups that look to expose people to save to help the community. So I, I definitely agree with that. Now, onto weather report. If I want to actually talk about the utility and what I guess this has to offer a token holder. So if a random person who came up and asked asked you about the project, how would you describe weather report to them? Um. I would say that Weather Report is, you know, a, a PFP project that is initially launching an international brand. Um, you know, I think that the, a really interesting way to look at NFT projects is like Web2 Kickstarters, but in a in, in a way more interesting way. Um, you know, it, Kickstarter asked for investors to invest in a product so that they could bring that product to market um, and then successfully incorporate as a as, as an actual aftermarket brand. Um, NFTs are, are, are the same way um, if you curate it the proper way. So what we want to do is create an international brand that extends beyond an NFT collection. The NFT collection will always be the genesis and we will always be releasing NFTs um, in regards to weather report. But it's going to, going to also go towards being an in real life um, events uh, you know, event company where we can have events all around the United States, all around the internationally. You know, we have plans to go to Japan and London and 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 New York and, and all these different places to have in real life activation so that people can actually meet everyone involved in it and meet the community in real life and in a way that no one has ever seen before. You know, huge events uh, that are are catered to, you know, being part of this community. We want to have a, uh, with, you know, with Zach and Will's, uh, background in in streetwear and, and and clothing design we plan on having a full clothing company that's not just a hey go to our store and buy some nft merch it's we're doing seasons and we're doing this it's like multiple arms of an international company that is initially funded um through th through an nft project that underpins the whole thing um and it's a it's it's something that i haven't seen executed in 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 this way before um because i know that other people are going the gaming route or they're going the tokenized route um and we have a bunch of plans that we can't announce yet through through what we want to what we want to do with our roadmap and being able to bring continued utility to a project rather than I buy this project, it stays the same and, and, and nothing else changes. We want to be able to add that customizable ability to everyone and to, to, to keep things fresh, basically. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it, it's not just an NFT project of 10,000 characters that's releasing on the 24th of February. It's, a, it's an international brand that's being launched that will be here in five to 10 years in, in a much larger capacity, whether that's also a record label, whether that's also, you know, there's, there's a ton of different paths and avenues to go down and luckily through the through the founders and the people attached to the project and the reach we have in web 2 bridging that web 2 existence with web 3 whether that's streetwear whether that's culture that's what weather report is so i guess i wanted to kind of touch on the 
what you what I've noticed about Weather Report is also you've gone the respect of other founders in the space. So uh, my question to you is, uh, Mr. Toby, how did you go about getting that? Was it just organic or do you really think credit it to the quality of your project and your art? Yeah, I think, you know, we 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 know these people luckily through in real life events and stuff like that you know lucky to be friends with sam from friends with you you know met met him in miami and, and see him in la uh, often and and you know clon was the uh, witness at my wedding you know and in oh, and when i got married in december and you know we, these these aren't just people who are like cool we really like your project as well and they've been paid x amount of money to do it you know these are our friends that we've made in the last six months that you know, we can now all talk about founding and building together, you know, and, and sort of it's, 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 it's been a really nice experience to organically find the cool cats, find people like Vinny and my friends, create projects, go to NFT NYC or, or the cool cats LA event, and then finally meet the people who are involved in these projects, become friends with them and then make our own friendships past that. And then they'll luckily naturally support us because they have seen us grow it and they've seen they've been part of looking at the artwork and you know i might show you know clon what do you think of this you know and he's like oh i really like that you know and and i think that you know this is really cool or whatever and it's just nice to be able to have the sort of like creative collective of people who are just friends and you know just people just artists getting together and talking to each other and and, and trying to learn more um yeah it's it, we're extremely lucky and thankful for that really at the end of the day it's crazy because your guys' circle, like you and Vinny, Klon, Danny Casale, like you guys are all like generational artists, generational operators. It's a, like a crazy power circle, power circle in art to have as you as you guys navigate through the space. I guess what I was going to say is you were talking about a little earlier about I want to end this. I have a, one question I want to ask. You were talking earlier about projects like uh, smaller scale projects that have caught culture, like Cool Man's Universe and, and stuff like that. Do you see all these projects of course you can't predict it but do you think uh, from just from my nft viewers that these projects have long-term sustainability because of how they caught culture yeah i mean abso absolutely i think something like coleman's universe is, is a really good example of um something that is is on its way to being you know a, a, another expensive nft project um just because you know danny is a, a workaholic and he uh, is extremely talented on multi in multi it multifaceted talented you know I, I i will always bet on people more than i will bet on oh, yeah. uh you know looking at at volume and, and all that other stuff those are really good com really good combat indicators about how things are going to go and how healthy a project is but at the end of the day if anyone has the opportunity to meet you know someone like danny casal you'd be like oh you know that is someone who you know knows what he's doing and, and will be successful you get to meet Vinny in real life and you're like oh that's a extremely talented artist with a with a very apt head on his shoulders you know it's a it's a very interesting yeah i mean, I, I sort of like i i don't i don't want to compare it to something crazy but you know that in history we've had pockets of of in, intelligent and artistic people getting together to do things, whether that's the beat poets in San Francisco or, you know, like uh, the, the 60s onwards art culture of Andy Warhol and all of his friends in, in New York City. I think that NFTs are giving us a, a really unique opportunity to connect and technology is also amplifying that because you don't have to necessarily live in the same city. Um, but yeah, it's, there's some really exciting sort of like pop-ups up, pop of little groups of people doing cool things. and. Um, yeah, I think it, it adds to the to the provenance and the excitement when those people then say they're releasing something because they come from, you know, a background of of of, of delivering and 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 delivering cool art or being successful. And so yeah, it's a it's a, it's definitely a unique position to be in, but it's also something that you know you have to be extremely and acutely aware of. If you say something on spaces, people might go and buy something. If you say this, whatever, you know, it's a 
it's a or you you know you say something incorrect you, do you feel that pressure <laughs> do you do you ever feel that pressure uh, yeah absolutely i think i, I it's it's strange because we get on spaces and you know a lot of us just want to hang out with our friends that we've known for the last eight eight months and just be in a room and, and chat nonsense um but then you know someone mentioned super yetis or someone mentions this at the other end, and then you don't realize that there's four or 500 people listening and those people have computers and they have metamask wallets and they can go and buy something and um yeah it's a, it's a shame because I, I like memeing with my friends on the internet and sometimes that can create an adverse reaction where people end up being out of pocket in, in money wise so yeah it's something i'm acutely aware of and it's just so unfortunate i've had to change the way that i operate but it's for the best for everyone <laughs> uh, you know they say with great power comes great responsibility but not to be corny yeah, and uncle, say that, ben, but, uncle ben said that yeah, and i agree yeah, with that profusely <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is it's crazy that you mentioned the way you mentioned like Vinny. I noticed like I don't know how to describe it, but there's something Vinny and Danny and I'm sure Klon have in common. Like when I interviewed um, Vinny and Danny, I noticed that it's like they're just so like within themselves, like they're just confident in themselves. They're just key. They're humble, but they're within themselves. They're not they don't let external energy affect them. They're just good people. And the way you just mentioned, like they're workaholics, they're operators. Like I just got that feeling when I was talking to them, like. No, these guys are next level, you know, um, I guess if I was going to end this show, I don't want to take up too much of your time. If I had to ask you a prediction for weather report one year from now, one, one bold prediction, what would you say it would be? doesn't have to be like too much info, but just a, a prediction of where you think the brand will be on a global scale. I'm just going to say everywhere um, because the plans we have to um, enter different markets internationally in loads of different ways will hopefully make it an, inter an internationally recognizable brand. 